0: Hello creeps and ghouls, you're listening to Martell's Movie Madness with your host, Ryan Martell
1: and Cagney Larkin. So grab your popcorn and try to survive
0: the movie madness. Martell's Movie
1: Madness, 69!
0: Hey y'all, welcome to Martell's Movie Madness. My name is Ryan Martell, as always, and I'm your host with my buddy here, Mr. Cagney Larkin, as always, and we're going to talk about some movies today. What's up? (laughs) This is episode 69. 69, Uh, dudes. We're running behind tonight. We're, We're actually recording this on... Tuesday morning at 12 a.m. It's 14 minutes into Tuesday. Oof. Uh, we're supposed to drop these episodes on Monday on Patreon, and then Thursdays, I mean Fridays oh, to the public. You're getting a late night episode. So you're getting a late night episode if you're if on, you're public, on uh, P- Patreon. Uh, this is uh, Martell's Movie Madness After Hours, if you will. Um, this week, we're talking about the rest of the Conjuring universe in chronological order, of course. Uh, we actually watched the movies out of order, just barely though. Uh, We had one movie placed wrong, and that's to do a part of our own. We had a a meme misguide us, which never happened before. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, before we get to that, though, I do want to talk about some dates and shit. Uh, Coming up October 17th uh, online is going to be the 60 Second Horror Challenge. Uh, You can go on their social media and find more information about that at 60 Second Horror on... Um, Instagram, and I think if you just type in 60 Second Horror Challenge on Facebook, it'll pop up. And then we got the Charlotte Film Festival, which is going on this week. So, uh, if you're wanting to watch some movies from the Charlotte Film Festival, this weekend will be your thing. Uh, it'll have actually been going on for a couple of days when this drops to the public. Um because so, it's going to be running from September 23rd to the 27th, uh, you can go to charlottefilmfestival.org for more information about that. Uh, individual movie tickets, and I think the short blocks are all going to be like 7 bucks each. Uh, don't quote me on that, though, because I'm sure different movies will have different pricing. Um, <clears throat> it's $50 for a pass for all of the screenings, though, so that's probably your best gamble if you're going to be sitting at home all weekend with nothing to do, and you want to Watch a bunch of movies. Uh, But, yeah, I'm going to be checking out the um, You Can't Kill David Arquette. It's going to be playing Thursday at midnight. He's unstoppable. You Cannot Kill David Arquette. Uh, So, that one's going to be fun. Um, Now that we got that done, Cagney, what you been watching?
1: Uh, Earlier this week, I spent some time with what I'd like to to argue is the most adorable kid in all of horror history. I'd like to challenge our viewers to, or our listeners, to...
0: I'll let it down. just
1: Hulk smashed the water bottle. I'll let it um, down. <laughs> I'd like uh, all of our listeners to challenge, I'd like to challenge all of our listeners to find one kid in a horror movie more adorable than Andy Barclay. Oh, yeah. All the way from making his mom burn <clears> toast <throat> and, and milk breakfast in the first child's play to... Uh, Telling his newly adopted step parents or adoption parents, what are they foster, foster parents, parents? Yeah, his newly adopted foster parents. That his favorite food is chocolate and Child's Play too. Nice. So he is like hands down the the cutest, most adorable kid in a horror film, which I think kind of lends itself <clears> to <throat> making Child's Play a scarier film. Yeah, because of Andy's innocence and Andy's you know naivety, how young he is, how small he is. You know, he's like feels like a five-year-old in the film, you know, like a six-year-old, like not a kid that can fend for himself, oh, yeah. you know, and that's not can defend himself at all against the, uh, <clears throat> Chucky. But that's about all I watched this week. Ryan, right, what about really?
0: you? Uh, I didn't watch much of anything. I watched Holliston, because it's on shutter now, yeah. so I've been watching that a lot. Um, <clears throat> I did re-watch a few movies, but nothing that, like, I could use as a pick of the week. Um... Devil's Rejects, uh, re-watched Arkansas because I just loved that movie so much. Um, we, Me and my brother watched it actually like the day after I watched it for the podcast. So now this is three times this year that I've watched wow. that movie. In <laughs> a short uh, span
1: of time, too. I,
0: I watched it uh, this week, though, or this past week, to show it to my uncle mm-hmm. and my cousin because they were at the house and wanted to watch a movie, so I was like... We'll throw on Arkansas. I know that's something that they'll enjoy. Right. Something that I enjoy. <clears throat> and uh, it's got one of the best lines that a side character ever has said. Uh, Frog offers his his uh, some barbecue to his assailant that is kidnapping him. And uh, he says, nah, I'm on a strict diet. Hennessy and ass. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just... Love that. So, I guess that right. could be my pick of the week, Arkansas. So, if you haven't watched Arkansas based on the recommendation of us before, watch it now.
1: And you can never go wrong with a, with a film it's, that has a state in its title. It's
0: on Prime now, so it's fully, yeah. like, if you've got Prime, you can watch that shit for free.
1: Free. Well,
0: well, you're paying for Prime, yeah. but you don't, you have, to, watch you it don't have to actually rent the movie. You can
1: watch it for 15 bucks a month. Yeah. You can never go wrong with a film that has a state in its title. Got Arkansas, great movie. Nebraska, great movie. Raising Arizona, great movie. I'm
0: sure I could find one that's not a great movie. <laughs> uh, Arizona,
1: great movie. There's four right there. Two of them have the word Arizona
0: in the title. <laughs> um, okay. I don't know. I can't think of one right now. That's fine. but if I looked at a list of all the movies with states in the name, I could show you one that was bad. Uh,
1: Senecte Synecdo- key New York. So good <laughs> one.
0: But, yeah, the, the movies we're talking about today do not have a state in the name.
1: Uh State of being?
0: Yeah. Conjuring. <laughs>
1: we're talking we didn't about. We watch uh, Too Bad Out of Order. Uh Ryan mentioned earlier, we watched them out of order. In the chronological order, we watched La, Lure, La, Llorona. La, La Llorona before Annabelle Comes Home. Yeah. Technically, you should watch Annabelle Comes Home. Before La Llorona. Yeah, they're
0: like a year apart. And they're
1: a year apart, but honestly, the La Llorona, yeah.
0: La Llorona is, the is so game. loosely
1: tied yeah. in that you can kind of throw it in anywhere in the Annabelle series. It has series the, and it has the loosest tie-in yep. to the Conjuring Universe. So, Offgate, if you haven't seen that film, the way it does tie in to the Conjuring Universe is through the priest that communicates yeah. uh, with the couple in Annabelle. He is the main source of communication for our main actress in demise and yeah. despair, yeah, yeah. who you may recognize from Freaks and Geeks. What's her name? Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini. Still looking of, just like she did Freaks one and One of Geeks, my Movie too.
0: Crush Mondays. Movie
1: Crush Monday. Yeah.
0: All right, all right. Um... Yeah, so we do have we have Linda Cardellini in this movie. Mm-hmm. And
1: so our tie-in to the franchise is uh, the priest that she communicates with. Yes. He also mentions Annabelle in the film, and then we yeah. see some stock B-roll. From, Not by name, from though. the film, no. He
0: just says, A doll.
1: A cursed doll opened me up to the world. And of then these extremities. He leads he her
0: to um, what's the actor's name that plays uh, Tuco? Tuco, yeah, so we get Tuco
1: Salamanca. <laughs> that's all you yeah, need. Yeah, Tuco, you know, Tuco uh, Salamanca. What else? He's Prairie, in uh right?
0: He's he's got another really. He's a great speaking
1: voice, man. His his speaking voice is awesome. He
0: was Paco on uh, My Name Is Earl, also.
1: Paco and Tuco.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Tupaco. He's a really good character actor. I feel like that he's he's in a lot of stuff in like those roles where it's like, oh yeah, that was him in that role. Like you recognize yeah. his face, but nobody knows his name. Hey, Raymond Cruz. Raymond Cruz. That's his name. Great, great actor. I think he's just terribly underrated. Uh, oh, he's
1: in From Dust Till Dawn too. He's in Alien Resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> he's got Neither some, of which are movies oh, I've yeah. seen. yeah. I did I think I've mentioned this on the podcast when for what you watching when I watch Gremlins 2. He plays the janitor. Oh, and okay. He's super young too. Dude, good.
0: I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't watched Gremlins 2 in a it's hot minute. It's
1: so good. It's I I would honestly argue that it's better. Yeah. than gremlins okay as an adult
0: one of our one of our yeah. episodes in december we'll definitely be watching some gremlins yeah.
1: gremlins i'd say that gremlins 2 is the superior film nice. franchise all right
0: it just improved so, on everything but anyways different. Uh, <laughs> so this movie focuses on uh the curse of la llorona as the title would imply la llorona is a mexican folklore where it's uh the ghost of a mother who drowned her children in yeah. the in like a lake or something. Uh, I don't know the exact folk tale, but uh, it's very fucking scary. It's very uh, creepy. Uh, is, it, is
1: it based on real life lore?
0: <clears throat> yes, it really yeah. is based on something that's real and uh, well, not real, but real life. Yeah, uh, yeah, lore, yeah, lore, folklore. Um, so the legend of curse of of this uh, La Llorona character is real. And uh, it comes—it comes from uh, the Mexican people, uh, and they—they they really do kind of give you a uh, a good kind of story for this yeah. movie, um,
1: which is cool, man. I like uh, movies that will give us a real-life folklore legend, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of bring it to the screen. It's uh, something that's fun because it's relatable, Yeah, you know, for a lot and, of people. Um,
0: It—it does—it deals a lot with. Uh, it it has a very realistic way of showing these uh happenings mm. because there's the initial mother who is being accused of abusing her children yeah, doing the, the welfare check yeah. uh from child services which is Linda Carlini is mm. the she's the uh caseworker for them. Yeah. And uh they think that she's locking her children away and abusing them and uh, it turns out that it was La Llorona coming for her children, uh, and then the tables turn when it's Linda Carlini's children that the, that, that the La Llorona is coming, coming for, for now. Yeah, uh, it's really uh, those scenes work so good as a part of like the real life horror of this because if something was really to happen like that in real right. life, that is going to be the first thing. Yeah, that people, realistically, yeah, it's probably the scariest thing in the movie. It's know, the DSS first thing that people are door. coming to. Um, and it's usually the most likely scenario. Right. I mean, let's not be real. I do believe in the paranormal somewhat, but like, if you sh- if a kid's got some bruises on his arm, I'm definitely gonna think of the, the parents. parents yeah, because if that shit was
1: happening, it'd be all over social media for bro. sure. For sure. There's no, there's no way the whole world wouldn't know
0: about it. But yeah, we get some good uh, we get some good tense moments in this movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, the scares uh, he does deliver on it. Uh, like you said, a few times, you feel like uh. We do see La Llorona a little bit too much in this film, yeah. But who who's to blame for that decision? We have no idea. Uh, the director, though, apparently impressed James Wan enough to land The Conjuring Three. So the yeah. guy that directed this did direct The Conjuring Three, which is wrapped, by the way, finished. And as of two days ago, The Conjuring Four is they're just, greenlit. They're in, just keeping it from us. Yeah, Conjuring Four is now greenlit and in wow. an early production as of nice. two days ago.
0: Yep. Um, you know, I, um on the fence on how i feel about it well like my
1: running theory was that one of the warrens would die in three yeah and maybe it'll still be true but who knows
0: i don't know because like i I, the the skepticism i feel is more based on like are they gonna live to are they gonna die the hero or live to be the villain right because we touch
1: on this a little bit in the conjuring 2 that we watched today you know uh in the first movie, no, that's not really touched on. The Is it a hoax? Is it real or not? Yeah. yeah it's uh, maybe a throwaway line at the seminar somewhere. I'm not, I am don't remember. I don't recall. Uh, but in this film, you know, Conjuring 2, we do get that, that base covered. Yeah. You know, uh, is it real? Is it a hoax? Mm. And it's kind of an underlying theme through the movie, so maybe they'll explore that more in yeah. the future.
0: We jumped ahead a little bit there, but we're going to get back to cool, Chris Leroy, your honor. Yeah. Which I'm probably butchering the pronunciation too, but I'm doing it a lot better than good. some people. <laughs>
1: but uh, some of the scares were solid. The makeup. Oh yeah, reminds man! Me i uh, Valik. One of my uh,
0: favorite and least favorite moments of the movie is the little girl reaching for her doll, because yeah, to me that yeah. is so tense. So, for those of you who haven't seen it, um, spoiler alert! But the little girl uh, is kind of the first child that the that La Llorona. Uh, targets I guess you'd say out of uh, Linda Cardellini's children and at one point they get La Llorona out of the house and they've mm-hmm. kind of sealed it off so that she can't get back in but this little girl realizes that her doll is outside of the house on the front porch La Llorona put it there yeah and they've they've sealed the house with the seeds of the firewood tree or fire what is it
1: uh, yeah, the firewood, trees. firewood uh, tree. It's wood from the tree that was the sole witness of yeah. the drowning. But they use the children.
0: seeds for the ceiling of the door. Mm-hmm. And uh, as long as the seeds remain unbroken, she can't get back in the door. So the little girl's trying her best to reach this doll without going outside of the door all the way. Yeah. And without breaking that line of seeds. And she almost does so. But her mom sees her at the door and yells... Which causes her to jerk back. Which causes the doll to drag through the seeds and break the seal. And we almost get Curse of La Urona back in the house.
1: But we get a really <clears throat> cool shot of this kid just being dragged through midair. Yeah. Dragged straight out the yeah. door by nothing. Just through the air and the door slamming. they are like, yes. oh shit. Yes. And you're like, damn. That's like the one moment in the film you are like, alright,
0: alright. And then in one of our uh, best scares in the pool... Just you gotta see that to believe it. It's so good. Um, but then, then later on, in the same part of the movie, the uh, the mother from the beginning comes back into play with a gun. Yep. And she's like, "Fuck God, all. Took me for a surprise. She, Came out of nowhere. She's like, "Fuck <laughs> all, y'all." Yeah. Like, Whoa! <laughs> this bitch has a gun.
1: Holy shit!
0: So yeah, that's uh, yeah. The curse of La Llorona, though, I just it's the most out-of-the-way movie in the Conjuring universe, it doesn't really tie into them any thematically. Right. Just the priest is the only thing that has, like, any kind of tie-in. The nun has, like... But
1: this is all, as of right now, we do have a Conjuring 3 and a Conjuring 4. It could could tie more into the Conjuring We're waiting eventually into the future to see how this works and ties in.
0: And I did notice that there was the white dress and Annabelle comes home over in the corner and it it attacks uh, the the one that vomits into the mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which people might could argue that that's a La Llorona tie-in as well. I don't know. The woman doesn't. It might really be kind of a stretch to say that, but um, it is possible and weirder tie-ins have been made in movies, so. um, But yeah, this is definitely... Uh, the most out there so far, as far as story tying in, you uh, but we did, like, like we said, we watched Annabelle Comes Home also. Yeah. Uh, which I saw in theaters, and that yep, was the last time I well. watched it. Um, <clears throat> I thought it was real fun. Uh, Cagney doesn't really share my opinion on this movie. He no, no,
1: I think it's, it's a fun on a house film. Okay. But, uh, and they use Annabelle as kind of like a Trojan horse. Yeah. To showcase... Some of these artifacts are in the film, but I just I do have my qualms about it. Uh, Annabelle comes home is when I realized the formula of these. Oh no 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 no! no, no. I meant to say this for and i No, my bad. Uh, that's when I realized the formula of these films. Uh, the family gets a haunt. They have to get it to the extreme. Then but that's yeah. when they bring in the experts. Yeah. So uh, that happens in *Conjuring*, *Lightyear*, <throat> and *Conjuring* too. So, it's a a formula. It's nice. It works. Hmm. But speaking of formulas, I had to to preface uh, this statement with that. The formula I've also noticed, and it happens in Animal Comes Home, I've noticed this and that. Everybody's safe. Our titular characters are going to be safe from death.
0: Not safe from
1: mental scarring or getting the bejeebus scared out of them. But they are certainly safe from a death.
0: And I'm glad you cleared up the, the titular characters, like the, yeah. the, the main. Our titular characters. Are good, are, are people who are going to be in future movies. Yes, yeah, yeah. Or uh, the Well, real... our mains for the yeah, film. Yeah, our our mains, mains are always going to be Okay, safe. I'm glad you cleared that up because, yeah. uh, like I pointed out to you earlier, the Annabelle creation movie had a lot of death going on. Yeah, there. yeah.
1: And that's also, that works <clears> because it's technically our first film yeah. in the whole. Well,
0: it's the second film in the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Because our... Yeah, yeah. Our first film with the Annabelle saga, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So we, um, those those are necessary and that's good. Yeah. But uh, there's a
0: there's a good bit of death in Annabelle too, though, because mm-hmm. the, the next door neighbors, yeah, the side characters. But it's never yeah, the it's characters, that characters. That you, yeah. It's
1: not characters that we are spending time with, you know. And not, the same thing not in, uh characters.
0: same thing in Curse of La Llorona mm-hmm. The only people that really die in that movie are side characters. Yeah, the little kids. At the so
1: I think that kind of takes away like, for me just the uh, the scaring factor. Because I know that our characters are going to be okay. But mm-hmm. uh, that being said, there are some great scares in this film. Yes, uh, I think it has. It definitely has its fun. Mm. Um, I just wish there was, as Annabelle being the title character, yeah. I wish there was a little more interaction with that demon that we've come to know and spend so much time with in Annabelle. And which Annabelle
0: we get, we get some patient. demon on screen. We get
1: one good. Yeah. Uh, I get I like to call it the insidious scare. Where his yeah. face pops yeah, up beside yeah, our yeah. character's face. I th- um,
0: I I kind of you said that that Annabelle was more like a Trojan horse for the rest of the possessed items in yeah. the room. I choose to believe that uh, it's actually the demon controlling everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, no, so, no, uh, not Annabelle. Like Annabelle is a the doll. Oh, you mean a Annabelle metaphorical. As uh Trojan horse to lead us as the viewers yeah. into this movie. You know, yeah, that's yeah. why it's Annabelle comes home, Annabelle's home so we can show you these other toys yeah, in the yeah. room. You know, okay. so she's a metaphorical Trojan horse yeah. to give us this film to okay. showcase these things. I wasn't talking about how it actually plays out okay, in the film. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. But yeah, so your theory about it being the demon controlling yeah, stuff. Demon controlling yeah, everything. it's it's solid. It's you know, it's up to your interpretation whether it's the yeah. Annabelle demon or if it's actually all these possessed artifacts. But it, uh, it definitely is probably the demon, but um, in La Llorona, we saw too much of the demon, and this movie, I feel like I wanted a little bit more of him, you know?
0: Okay, yeah, I could have dealt with a couple yeah. more shots of the Because if he
1: is being a puppet yeah. master for this shit, like, I would have liked some epic sh- yeah. stuff to kind of show Just that, a few more shots of him in, actually
0: know? doing something, I guess, Because yeah. it is
1: just a bunch of stuff flying at people. <laughs>
0: and, it's, and it's not so much that they show La Llorona so much, it's that it's so much face. Mm-hmm. And, like, well-lit face. Yeah. And that face just doesn't look scary yeah, to me. Makeup. Um on makeup. I think they should have kept her in the dark. Mm-hmm. Made her more mysterious. Because when you see her with the shroud on and everything at distances, and even in, like, closer shots where she's shrouded, it's a lot scarier than when yeah. you actually see her face. Um, and in Annabelle, uh creation, uh, which, it, this is kind of a, an ongoing thing with these movies, we get a lot of good performances, regardless of how you feel about the movie itself. Uh, the performances of, uh, the Judy, uh, actress for, uh, the, the little girl in Annabelle comes mm-hmm. home. Um, <clears throat> and the kid that plays Bob. Yeah. And the, the babysitter, uh, even her friend, they all kind of do a really yeah. good job. That
1: chick is, it's its cool that we get this character finally, like the character you hate in the horror film. He yeah. makes all the bad decisions. Yeah. We finally get that character in Annabelle Comes yeah. Home with our brunette friend of the babysitter, her name escapes me right now. I have it pulled up right here. What is it? Uh, Mary Ellen? Was that her? Who is see. Madison Eisman yeah, yeah, because she was in no, um, uh, Goosebumps too.
0: No, I think the one. I think that's uh,
1: a girl. Well, irrelevant. I think that's the babysitter's name. Brunette friend. Uh, she's would made all the wrong decisions. She was the one that caused everything. So you like you get finally you get somebody to be pissed at, you know, because in Annabelle and Annabelle come or Annabelle Creation and Conjuring One and Two, everybody's just kind of victim of circumstance, you know, they're victim of uh, this haunting that's happening at their house.
0: Yeah, okay, the character we're looking for currently. is
1: Daniella. Yeah, Daniella Rios. Yeah. So Katie's... Mary Sir, Ellen Sarah, is I, the babysitter. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, we don't even get too much name name time in these <clears> films <throat> either. Like these characters, three characters in the film, they spend time with each other, you know. Through the through the film, they're not yeah. really addressing each other. By No, any. they're you know, not. They're just, they're just constantly throughout. They're very uh, casual having, with each other. Having dialogue already, yeah. you know, getting the piss scared out of them. But, uh, yes, yeah, so we finally get to hate on her. You know, she makes every wrong decision yeah. in the book, and you're just like, no, don't
0: fucking do that. Stop. She, she really does. She don't does go fuck in there. everything up. Yeah,
1: yeah, she is the reason. All oh, I mean, but they wrote in a little bit of us trying to empathize with her because she's trying to go in there and communicate yeah. with her dead father.
0: And, I mean, I do feel for her. Uh, yeah. That's what I wouldn't do, do the same thing because that's yeah, just crazy. Wrong. And if she didn't, but,
1: we wouldn't have a film, so I guess good job Thanks for yeah, yeah. doing that. Uh, the coolest thing about this film is the opening scene we do get Ed Lorraine Warren new Patrick Wilson and Pharma yeah. farm so that makes it I think for me, personally, it ties it in a little better for The Conjuring, you know, it gives it's just that solidified yeah. factor that, like, oh, okay, here Well, I mean, our, it's in their house. Yeah, so. here, well, that and here's our two main actors. Well, because we mm. could have had it in their house and not have seen them at all. Like, yeah, that's true. we could have been, get there at the babysitter, there's a letter from them, we hear yeah. a voice or something, you know. So the fact that we actually get a good chunk of eight-minute scene with mm. them in the opening and Annabelle in the car, and then Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson again at the end of the film, man, it's yeah. awesome to yeah. have them. Kind of bookend it for us, which, for all future spinoffs, I'd love to see them make at least a small cameo or something like that. You know, because who doesn't want to see the man himself, Patrick Wilson, pop across the screen, especially in the own franchise.
0: That. Unless it's like a super prequel, like something that takes place in like the the non times. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course.
1: When it's not feasible.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm with that. I can feel that. Yeah, it's
1: cool. It's good. But uh,
0: Annabelle comes home.
1: Good haunted house movie. Uh, no fun. serious repercussions for the Conjuring universe. Uh, this movie comes and goes and does not make an impact on the universe. I think it just yeah. gives us a showcase scare film.
0: It just it, it kind of wraps up our Annabelle story.
1: I yeah, like. yeah, to finally to send it out the door, throw some few mm. fun ideas out there, and I don't, I highly doubt there will be another Annabelle. If they do, it's going to be like the juice is all sucked out of the orange. We're going to be picking out some rinds. Yeah. If we make yeah. another Annabelle That's movie.
0: That's exactly what I'm worried about with them making a fourth Conjuring movie, too. Well, because th- I'm like, the, 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 the thing is, they actually
1: have stuff to pull from.
0: Yeah. They, they have they real do. life case they files. They have real life stuff going
1: on. When so. Annabelle, you know, we did it, we struck <clears throat> it, we milked the gal. Yeah. It's done. For Conjuring days, as long as they can still weave it in, keep the universe yeah. going with other spinoffs, which, you know, which. I'm sure, definitely, will still be happening. Uh, there's at Possibly. least there's at least five or six movies in there for without with all the cases. I just files. don't. Well, I
0: don't want it to get convoluted like Saw did. Yeah. Which not to say that the later I Saw mean, movies aren't. Is that the James Wonkers? Decent, but they're not the they're not the quality of the first. No, four. but if we
1: get seven Conjuring films, I'm not going to be mad about it.
0: I mean, we already have seven.
1: I mean seven <laughs> actual seven actual Conjuring Conjuring, conjuring one, through one through seven. Three, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, I probably wouldn't be mad about it either. Nah, no, I wouldn't lie. be mad
1: about it. Dude, this would be the first horror f- franchise that large, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, non-slasher. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. just horror in general, yeah. because as of right now, we have seven entries and two main titles.
0: Because, I mean, Jason's got 11.
1: They're, the spin-off franchise has more entries than the OG franchise on Conjuring. Annabelle has three movies to compare to the Conjuring. Yeah, that's one true. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of silly if yeah. you look at that. Uh, that I don't think that's, that's never happened in the history of film before, you know, to where there's been a, that exact c- yeah. circumstance. So, I mean, definitely history-making film, whether you want to look at it like that sure. or
0: not. For sure.
1: And people love it. You know, I saw Annabelle comes home in a packed theater, man. People were super reactive. Super, uh, I saw
0: it with two other people. Damn, yeah, I was yeah, opening, but night. I went to a day showing, okay.
1: So. Yeah, I was yeah. opening night, and I don't know if I remember if I mentioned this last week. The last time I saw Conjuring, yeah, was when I hosted a 13 year old's birthday party, yeah, at the you, theater. I don't think I you know, said I it on here, you on you on told me, on there. and that's kind of when I realized how scary this movie is to people because I had about 60 13 year old mainly girls. In there screaming relentlessly for almost two hours, (laughs) and there was actually I want to say around three kids that were downstairs crying.
0: That's funny.
1: Yeah, and and what's really funny is that like the chick, the birthday girl, picked out The Conjuring out of the stack of appropriate—I'm using my finger marks here—appropriate films I brought in that were hard, that were mainly PG thirteen. That was
0: a good stack of horror movies.
1: Yeah, I tried to push Insidious. That was my... I was like, you're 13 years old. Well, the
0: Insidious would have made them shit their pants. Yeah, but it's PG-13, yeah. too.
1: Conjuring, I didn't realize how scary it is to people till they screamed yeah, yeah. for two hours straight. And me and the but mom are just down there. Laughing. I mean,
0: I don't know. I don't understand how... If, if The Conjuring got an R for terror, then... I think that, that I think Insidious should have got an R for terror too. Yeah, for sure. And James that's and fucking I'll give scary. it to James Wan,
1: man. How did they, how did they pull both of these out of his I head? Have no fucking <laughs> it's clue. wild. It's wild. And Annabelle comes home does have that high tension, that high anxiety. Yes, yeah. Um it takes a little it uh, takes us a little bit to get there. This movie does mm-hmm. have a little bit of a creepy crawly start uh, after the James after our uh Warren's yeah. scene. It does take a minute the Finally get where we need to go, but once we get there, the movie pretty much keeps that high pace and keeps it going until you know finally the the box is sealed back up yeah. and the the evil is what did they say? The
0: evil is contained.
1: The evil, when mm-hmm. the evil is contained, then the anxiety yeah.
0: dies down. And that's a that's a line she borrows, I think, from Lorraine. Also, before when they initially right, put right. Annabelle right. in the nice. in the container, nice. the evil is contained. I believe, I don't remember, it's it's been, it feels like, okay, so we watched all these movies in two weeks, Mm -hmm. but between this week and last week, I feel like there is, it's been three weeks, because of the amount of work we've been doing on this movie, Um, and just the amount of stuff life has been giving me in general, uh, with my car and everything, so Alright
1: there with you man. Oh
0: yeah. yeah, your car did fuck up too, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Shit, man, I forgot. Um uh, So yeah. yeah, we both At had Thursday we, we both had to get new cars. <laughs> yeah. And uh we're working on a and movie. My and new car is already having problems. Movie's gonna shoot this weekend. <laughs> your new car's already having problems. Remember
1: I told you my no. inside door handle broke. Didn't I tell you that? Oh no, yeah. no. Well that's why I went to Larry's Saturday. Oh. So he could take off my inside door panel, yeah, because I can't. Did you not know, notice today? Every time I get out of the car, I had to roll. Dude, I was laying. Well, you down. were too busy trying to yeah. get your seatbelt. Every time, <laughs> I have to roll the window all the way down and open from the outside. So, and because the actual inside door handle broke. Yeah. Okay. Friday.
0: That happened to me in my old Crown Vic. that I Yeah. So yeah, I'm fixing that sucks. Thursday night, Larry. Yeah. Coming okay. To cool. It.
1: Larry is uh, starring in our film. As Lewis Mack. Yeah. You guys will be seeing him, and you'll be seeing him in some future projects as well. Funny story
0: from today, though, is uh, the seatbelt incidents in the car. So I'm a big guy. I'm a big fella, right? You know? (laughs) It's no secret. Anybody that's ever seen me knows I'm a big dude.
1: Ryan has his own center of gravity.
0: I have, like, uh, I have trouble fitting into certain cars, certain car models and years (laughs) and makes and different things. And even more trouble sometimes with seatbelts and uh today Cagney's seat belt this is the first time I got in his new car and I fit in the car fine I'm perfect in the car like it's great it's nice and roomy but for some center. reason that goddamn seat belt was like a half an inch too short <laughs> so every time I got in the car I had to like turn on my side a little and like roll really really it. really push down and then like Cagney still ended up having to push I had my a hand a little bit. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, what are you had to, about? he had to hook me up every fucking time, and like <laughs> ridiculous shit, ridiculous shit, man. Who makes these cars? They don't make them for Americans. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I'm 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 larger than your average bear. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, I thought I I can if you can't find humor in yourself, then you know what can you find humor in? Well, we
1: got this sweet story on um, the podcast,
0: and then <laughs> so now we're we come home we we uh, conjuring two. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna try to segue it before when we were talking about uh when we were talking about the yeah. the the universe in general. There's no and the, fat the, people
1: in The Conjuring too. No, con- well, no <laughs> there, no is, there is
0: one fat dude. The dude that's helping them. Uh, the, he's like
1: moderately Britishly chubby dude. He's a dude. chunky
0: dude. He's a chunky There's man. There's not a
1: single fat person in this whole franchise. He's
0: not. I wouldn't say he's, like... But also,
1: people weren't big back then. either he's a not big two, as we are now. He's
0: a good 250. He's a good 250. Let's call him uh, up. You know? I not even you know. In your weight, not, bro? Fat's not a... A bad thing automatically. Yeah. I mean, it can it can get to that point. Uh, Are we going
1: to make a movie full of fat people and just one skin, token skinny person. Yeah, dude, <laughs> fuck yeah. And it's like the movie is like, so with it. like I'm the last skinny person on earth. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. All the food is ravaged, and everything is made for big people. So like he's yeah, like, yeah. He's comically falls out of roller coaster rides. Yeah, he's and, comically yeah. small and small in every yeah. situation. Super cool. He can't find clothes that fit him and stuff like that. <laughs> that would be hilarious, yes. dude. Oh man. So yeah, Conjuring Two
1: has <laughs> uh, no fat people. Just a
0: bunch of British. We go sharks. across the pond. Yeah, we
1: traveled. We got in our little pain, and we.
0: Yeah, man. We get a we get we get a a cold opening in Amityville yeah. though.
1: Cool. Uh, we get um. Lorraine Warren walking around this house like she's a motherfucking G in a damn music video cocking this air shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> Going around to recreate in, in her head, visualizing the Andyville yeah. murders. But uh, the visual we get is of her cocking an invisible shotgun repeatedly. Which is gangster. Fuck. <laughs> first, it's like, okay, but then we see it about three times. like right, It's a little silly. So the,
0: the first time I watched this movie. <laughs> this movie
1: has some silly things in it.
0: I was super into, like, paying attention and, like, I was super focused on it. I was sitting in my room in the dark. It scared yeah. the shit out of me a lot more that time than it did this time. I don't know whether it was because we were just kind of catching the silly moments more because we were, like, uh, brainstorming a little bit mm. during it. But, like, yeah, I definitely f- I've definitely, definitely felt the silly vibes more this time than yeah, the first time. it's got it, man. Uh, it's got it yeah, for sure. The silly moments are abundant in this one, but it's still very scary. Uh, which is crazy. Um, uh,
1: another part of the formula for conjuring. A lot of damn kids.
0: Yes. We'll find a
1: family that has well, a lot of damn kids.
0: Kids are sympathetic. And they're also but allegedly uh, more like uh, susceptible. Do, yeah, do
1: these demons just plot out large families? Yeah, it's like no, that why I've never had a problem. I don't know about problem, the large family thing. Because I'm an only child for the I don't most know part. About the
0: large family thing. But like, they do specifically, uh, allegedly, target children. Because they're more, uh, they're closer to the divide. Older people right. and younger people. Because they, they're closer to the divide of the life and death. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Who knows? Yeah, I know. It's weird. Calm us Cleo. Uh, I listen to a, uh, a ghost story podcast called A Funny Feeling. Okay. And uh, that's one of the things they talk about. How yeah. younger people and animals and like older people are more susceptible to ghost experiences mm-hmm. and stuff. So yeah, that's something that I, I think I think it's true, and I also feel like if you're an adult that's like open-minded, you're more susceptible to mm-hmm. like them being a skeptic. You're always susceptible
1: yeah. to your imagination as well. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that, that is, is true. More inclined to fuck with you than anything.
0: And I and I and I'll, I'll be the first to admit when uh, sometimes when I thought that I was having a paranormal experience, it was my imagination going always, crazy even on me. More than likely. Yes. But uh, there's been some shit that I've witnessed that right. was like. Not my imagination. Oh, yeah. Usually, it's just rats. Yeah. Uh, this <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs>
1: this movie actually gets to bring us uh, back full 360 to mm-hmm. Valik. We yes. finally uh, rejoin our nun that we started off this cinematic universe with. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. That uh, doesn't give us you know not a single hint of nun back until Conjuring Two, which uh, which is cool. That ends up becoming our yeah. centric villain of the film. Mm-hmm. And she's come how many centuries to come fuck with Lorraine Warren?
0: Well, not centuries, because uh, remember, Frenchie was in. He's a, tie, he's a tie-in he, to the a Warrens. decades, you know? Yeah, yeah, decades. A lot. It's the 50s. Yeah. So from the 50s to late 70s. Yeah, it's yeah. So like 20 years. Yeah
1: she's, yeah, she's trekked through time.
0: Yeah, almost three decades. To come fuck with this woman.
1: Yeah. And she does it, she charges out her. Yeah. Uh, Face first, holding the painting in front of her face going Ooga, booga oog <laughs> scares her into a corner. Which
0: we kind of I guess Velik has attached has kind of attached to Lorraine since they exercised Frenchie, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, so they, she's vision. been there with them the whole mm-hmm. time. So it's wild. Just this is what
1: these these uh ghosts like to do in the conjuring universe. They like to fuck with their people oh yeah they like to give them a good spook and a good scare they don't necessarily well, remember she's a demon though. yeah they don't necessarily it's... go for the jugular you know. oh no well demon you know it's all i, I feel like i feel like demons generally. are
0: more trickstery than like an angry ghost mm-hmm. angry ghosts are trying to scare you right yeah. off the gate they're not fucking with you they're right. just wanting to get you to fuck out of their house which is um, the plot
1: for Conjuring too?
0: For <laughs> the first
1: half, we think well, the ghost that's just what wants him out of the house. Anyway, yeah, but
0: then we find out that he's talking yeah, to Yeah, but the that's demon. what you
1: know. That's what we're all led to believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the family's led to believe is that uh, it's harnessing its energy through this little girl and trying to get them the fuck out of its old dwelling place. Yeah. But it's all a big puppet show, for by sure. By the demon nun.
0: Uh, we get a lot of spooky shots of the old man ghost thing. Uh, Lots other
1: things. We get uh CGI. Yeah. We get a. Uh, the Crooked Man. First CGI thing. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm going to say Annabelle comes on with some CGI stuff. Good one. Uh, Annabelle comes on with some CGI stuff. But uh, not as prevalent in your face as yeah. The Crooked Man. Yeah, well, you know, I give it to a man. They did it. They pulled it off. But it's still a big CGI monster running around the house.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. What i like to have seen an actor in a costume, possibly. Uh, do I think it's just as effective with the CGI? Yeah,
1: definitely. it doesn't overstate its welcome either. You know, as if that was the main ghost in the film.
0: Yeah, they're dealing with the CGI. I think they showed the it time, time just the right amount. Yeah, I would have been like, all right, let's, yeah.
1: let's turn this off. But they did good, man. They made some good decisions. Um, I don't feel like it's too rinse and repeat from the original Conjuring. There are some. Some formulas that stay in place. We do get a yeah. replication scene of the montage to the zombies' uh, time of the season. Yeah. In the first Conjuring, we get this montage placed to Patrick Wilson singing uh, "Only Fools Fall in Love" yeah. in the style no, of I Elvis. No, I can't help falling in love. I can't love, help falling you? falling. Yeah. I can't help falling in love in the style of Elvis. Oh man! man. And uh, that's one thing I do like about the Conjuring too is that we do get these. Uh, these moments with these characters that we don't get in The Conjuring 1 at all. Yeah. Uh, these moments of personalization where we get that scene well, you where... you get he, that in The he Conjuring scenes, 1. Well, we get that, but we get it more so where I'm yeah. going with this. is At the very end of the film, we bring it back and Ed and Lorraine Warren share a dance with each other. Yeah, Set to yeah. that song as well. And it's moments like that that we don't necessarily see that connection between Ed and Lorraine in the True. first film. And I think it, it strengthens their relationship, and you know, mm-hmm. it kind of brings the movie full circle. It does. It bit. has
0: more of an intimate, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, feel to it. But for sure,
1: both of these movies. and I've said this always. I love downer endings. I always do. Okay, your movie Fair comes enough. out of nowhere with me doing a jaw drop, like oh, and your main character ends up getting. Fucked. I'm with you too. I love it. Yeah. Conjuring does not deliver. Any of the films deliver no. on that note. We get this warm, fuzzy, fucking endings.
0: But of course not, right? Every time. these are Warner Brothers movies. Yeah, so. of course. So we know everybody's going to I mean, be okay. Safe. So they're they're New Line movies. Yeah. but they're Warner Brothers. But back, back in the day, like New Line
1: I mean, movies, we didn't know like it yeah, gonna yeah, end. yeah, yeah. But yeah, now yeah, Warner, you
0: know. now you know New but Line. Kelly all... Rowland getting fucking
1: macheted uh, to a tree by Jason. while Freddie's running by. Is that movie. New Line? Yeah, New Line Jason. Yeah, Seven? yeah, yeah.
0: New Line. man. Yeah, you're right. Yep hmm yeah because the last see, uh don't see kelly
1: rolling you can kill it on trees anymore
0: because all of the jason movies like jason takes everybody Madden. knows
1: Freddy versus jason is the best jason No,
0: we're not going there tonight <laughs> uh i don't disagree but i don't necessarily agree uh but yeah we got a lot of just intimate moments between uh, Ed and Lorraine in this mm-hmm. movie that we didn't really have. Yeah, like so that in earlier one. where we talked about the, get the hoax yeah, yeah. Plot
1: line as well, which falls into it because uh, halfway through the film, we as we realized the demon made it look like a hoax, but yeah. uh, the the main child that's possessed is found on camera to be faking it. So uh, it kind of leads into, oh, you guys were just a bunch of bullshit the whole time, you know, that mm. the other characters are doing to him. So that's cool, man. We finally touched on that. So this movie hits a lot more bases than
0: the first one. Yeah, for sure, uh, and we touched on it a little bit. I think last week when we talked about the Warrens, um, with the Amityville situation, uh, they were brought in to investigate a haunting after those murders, those initial murders, like it shows in this movie. Yeah. like that's what they actually did in real life. And do I believe that they were that that house was haunted after the murders? Possibly. Who knows? they never really could confirm or deny that it was haunted or if the people were just kind of like trying to make a, some sensationalist money off of it. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but it's possible. Like any kind of, any any, time something like that happens at a place, there's gotta be some le- mm. residual energy at least, you know, which is fucking, it's crazy. Well, I just
1: let the movies decide for me, Ryan.
0: I don't care. Really, true or no, true or false? As long as it's a good story, I am fucking there for as it. As long as some good movies out of it, I like pro wrestling, dude. Lie to me, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we watch theater, man. We like acting. That's right. So, yeah, we can get it. That's right. So, yeah, that's that's the wrap up of our Conjuring Universe talk.
1: Cool franchise, lots of uh, cool spooks and scares, but main characters that will never be in a fear of death and a yeah. happy, fuzzy, warm ending.
0: So far, anyway. Yeah, and to, because we, we know don't know how the contract one is of the end. Warrens
1: will probably die, but other than that, we always know that our main character. Unless I would, otherwise, in I wouldn't story, count it's on the. Be safe.
0: I wouldn't count on one of the Warrens dying. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just we'll me see personally. how they finish this franchise off. Maybe a member of the new family. We may have or a whatever.
1: fucking monster squad ending for this franchise where we get ant oh, and everybody in the fucking
0: movie. You know, I'm not out. gonna lie, I'm I would be kind of stoked on that. Yeah, dude. This is what
1: they're doing. It's nah. like MCU MCU universe build up. Because
0: I'm not one of those people who gets mad when a franchise shifts tones. No, but I actually like it. Because I mean, sometimes it's nice. Have, you've seen both of the Strangers movies, right?
1: I still haven't seen the second one. Okay, okay. so
0: that's that's a good example of what I'm yeah. talking about. Tonally, they're night and day. The first one's a scary suspense yeah. home invasion movie. The second one's just a straight full blown '80s influenced. Sl- slasher movie. You yes. know. Yeah, I've been wanting to check
1: out the second one, man. It, it still
0: has their, the strangers, tent, uh, mm-hmm. like, fucking with people vibe to it. Yeah. But it's more in a cat and mouse slasher movie. i always, I always loved seeing
1: Dennis way. Reynolds get a, get a shotgun to the chest, man. You know, you know that? That, part, so that about part. That part
0: really fucking, like.
1: Fuck you, Dennis. I was just
0: like, oh my god. Like, why did, how did they do that? why did they it's, do it's that to that man? That
1: uh, yeah, that movie has some great scares. We can talk about Strangers for a second, man. It's got some fantastic scares in it. Uh, a brutal line of dialogue: "Why did you do this?" Because you were home. You're like,
0: oh, oh man, the, <laughs> that's terrible. I don't. I'm not going to spoil it, so I'm not going to say it here. But the the, the, and the second one, the second one, they have a, a "Why did you do this?" moment too. Yeah. it's just as good. All oh, right, on. just as good as the first one. Right on. That's cool. Um, yeah. You definitely need to check it out, because I feel like you dig it. Sweet. A lot of people shit on it, but like I think that's because yeah. they didn't want the tonal shift. They yeah. wanted the same movie again, yeah. and well, was, I'm kind of...
1: too long of a time.
0: I'm cool with the tonal shift. Right. Um,
1: so, final thoughts. Uh, like I said, you know, the characters are always going to be good. They're in safe hands uh, when the warrants come around. They're going to make sure nobody dies. Patrick Wilson is and always will be uh, cinematic tour de force. Uh, his his acting prowess is just amazing. Love every second of it. He's always uh, fantastic to watch on screen. He kind of chooses the scenery and Yes, will out act <laughs> anybody else that's in frame him. Yeah, no. I you will know, we'll put your acting to shame. I'm with Unless that. it's Aquaman, you know, just give him a pass on that. You know, he was and, an
0: Aquaman? James. It's a James Wan movie. Oh, man. You, I still haven't seen Aqu- it, yeah, no He's no, I, the fucking antagonist. Dude, I'm gonna be real as fuck with you right now. He's I have no, I have seen one of the DC movies oh, since yeah, they started making a bunch of them, and that's the. Uh, The Batman versus versus, Superman. No, no, not that one. Not the Injustice. Uh, No, Batman versus Superman. No, not that one. Damn, because that's like the Uh, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, terrible. Fucking awful.
1: Batman versus Superman is like the one movie to watch. Okay. It's it's fucking Ben Affleck does a good job. My opinion. I mean, I knew he would. I don't know if. uh, Yeah, he's fun. Um, but yeah, James James Wan did Aquaman, man. Okay. And uh, Patrick Wilson's the antagonist.
0: I haven't seen his Fast and the Furious either.
1: Uh, he. He signed on to direct that movie, and Paul Walker died a few days later. <laughs> Conspiracy theory? Mm, who knows? All right. Be-
0: well, before we... uh looking at you, Juan. Before we get off here, since you brought up Paul Walker again, <laughs> uh, let's recommend a Paul Walker movie for people to watch before next week. <laughs> oh, what's that Um God, what is that one movie you did? I'll go first and I'll say Tammy and the T-Rex. i have to look. Yeah, yeah okay. Because Tammy and the T-Rex is on Shudder right now. and Is it the R-rated version? Yes, it is the R-rated version, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely the R-rated version, because that's the way I watched it for the first time. was R-rated on there, um, which is a lot of fun. Originally released as a kid's movie without all the killing yeah. and stuff in it, uh, which this is still a pretty fucked up kid's movie because it involves an Uh, relationship between a mechanical dinosaur and a teenage girl uh the mechanical dinosaur does have her teenage boyfriend's brain in it but still it's a dinosaur (laughs) it's it's all over the place uh and then we get this crazy gore cut that uh vinegar syndrome put together for us right and it's on shutter right now so go ahead and watch that if you have shutter so if you don't have shutter sign up because you get a free trial i
1: have to say my uh my Paul Walker recommendation would be Varsity Blues. Oh yeah, man.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good one. That is a great choice.
1: So you get to uh, see a bunch of kids get to see their teachers stripping, man. It's always a yeah.
0: It's always a blast. Teachers hot too. Yep. And then
1: uh, follow it up with a little bit of not another teen movie.
0: I mean, if, you're, if we're going to do doubles ups, I'm going to say go ahead and watch Joyride, too, because that's another Paul yeah. Walker classic.
1: Yeah, well, Paul uh, Walker is not in another team movie.
0: But. Yeah, yeah. Paul Walker is definitely not. But he's the Varsity Blues is parodied in another yeah. team movie. The movies. Another
1: Team movie is, like, so
0: good, dude. It's, but, it's so funny. How in the hell are they going to have Billy Bob from Varsity Blues play the character that is parodying his character yeah, in Varsity and, Blues? And another team movie? What yeah. the fuck. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, um,. Is there another character from Barsley Blues in that movie, too? No, no. no
0: I don't think so. I don't, it has a bunch of people yeah. in the yeah. movie. that movie. Fucking Chris is Evans packed. is in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's naked. Jesus is... Christ, Captain America.
1: Didn't he just put a nude on Instagram, apparently? Yeah. Right? Or something, well, see. it got
0: leaked or something. Yeah, okay. On yeah. his own personal account, he leaked yeah, it himself. No, yeah, well, he, he accidentally posted it. He meant to send it to somebody. Yeah. I don't know how that happened, but I mean... Whatever. Yeah, he's
1: obviously messaging fans.
0: Depending, <laughs> depending on how big his dick is, I feel sad for the guy or not sad for the guy. Yeah. Either way. I mean, it's terrible that his dick got out there in the public because, like...
1: He wanted it.
0: That kind of thing... That's can, America's that dick. That thing kind of... It, it'll negatively affect people's view of him. Yeah. You know? Whether it should or not, it will. Yeah. And I think it shouldn't, but... We're going to lose it, right?
1: all of the Avengers movies off of Disney Plus now.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Sorry, really care. I don't-
1: Chris Evans' dick pic ruined the entire... I'm not, not going to lie. I like those here. movies,
0: but, like, at the same time, I don't see myself rewatching any of them. Oh, dude. Except for the Thor. Like, uh, Thor Ragnarok is fucking fantastic. So, I like it. Uh,
1: I've... Not gonna lie, like twice I've put on Marvel Civil War and literally just fast forwarded to the fight scenes and yeah. watched them all because they're like pretty badass. But yeah. other than that, like I'm cool with like And I, by I I see myself rewatching seen. the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, movies too. Wasn't as impressed with those on on rewatch. Yeah. What I do love more and more each time though is Doctor Fucking Strange. It's, yeah. that's hands down one of the best movies I've ever seen. That's one of that's the only it's one I haven't seen. So Good. And, and uh,
0: Captain Marvel. I didn't see the Captain Marvel movie
1: that's, either. Yeah, I mean, I saw it 15 times. So or any of the TV. Iron Man movies. I, oh, there's a lot of them I dude, haven't those seen. Those are actually, I've waited forever to watch yeah. the Iron Man movies, man. i waited a long yeah. time. Those are fucking good, man. Uh, three is like the worst, but one and two I are just, awesome. They are fun.
0: I just don't like Iron Man.
1: I like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> and I like Robert Downey Jr. That's where it took me. It took me to like yeah. Robert Downey Jr. to be like, well, I haven't watched Iron Man. Okay. And I sat down and watched them. I was like, these movies are awesome, okay. dude. Three right. is just Rob Downey Jr. with anxiety. So Well so we've we've covered some good ground at the end we, of this episode. We
0: gave y'all a good episode this week. It's, it's late, but better late than never. Whatever. You guys should watch uh, weird science.
1: <laughs> watch Chet get turned into we've a We've had turd. a
0: day and we're both tired. So we're gonna go ahead and drop these social medias here for you. At Martell's Movie Madness on Instagram and Facebook, at Movie Madness Sixty Nine on Twitter. This is episode sixty nine.
1: Sixty nine, dudes. Nice,
0: and uh, so yeah, and I'm Trailer Trash God on Instagram, at Martell the God on Facebook. I mean, uh, Twitter. Shit, Cagney, let them know where you're at. Uh,
1: <laughs> you can find me on the internet at Cagney Likes This on Instagram, at Cagney Larkin on Facebook, at Cags Loves Movies on Twitter. And at your local cinema soon with Martell's Movie Madness Movie Part 1 in the beginning.
0: Yes. Uh, make sure you go on to Patreon.com slash Martell's Movie Madness and get bonus content and early access to regular content. Or don't. Uh, or whatever. No, definitely do that because we, <laughs> we need the money. Well, that's why I said fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, do all that. Uh, the bonus episodes for September are going to be my franchise ranking for Conjuring. And timeline breakdown and all that good stuff. Um, which we kind of covered the timeline <laughs> breakdown a little bit here, but not, yeah. not in full, like, detail, I guess. I don't know. I'm still going to touch on it either way. Uh, and we're also going to do a um, triple feature with, hopefully, hopefully we'll do a triple feature with Bone Tomahawk, uh, Brawl on Sublock 99, and Dragged Across, across Concrete. Uh, so that'll be a me and Cagney thing, Hopefully. Uh, if there's time. If not, we'll oh, have... will
1: happen. If not, these people understand that we're giving them free entertainment. A well that, podcast, Not on, on Patreon. movie. See, Patreon. Well, we'll, 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 if it's we'll on treat, Patreon, it's not free we'll content. We will treat our Patreon yeah. customers. We that's have, what I'm talking about. Though, if the, the public doesn't get episode. anything, the Patreon will get something. Yeah, that's what I'm talking we about. We will send you Chris Patreon Evans episode. dick
0: pics. Uh, Plural,
1: he sent me more. I hit him up.
0: Okay, we're not gonna do that. But, uh, <laughs> I'll sell them. I'll sell them on my OnlyFans. Uh, but yeah, thank y'all for listening. Now let's watch the fucking movies. Bye. Looks like you survived
1: the movie Madness. Congratulations! Come back next week for more chills, thrills, and spying tingling tales of terror and movies. Because that's what makes the world
0: go round.